Das ist ein Wummor. Ein Wummor? Yeah, the concept of being refused to use the bathroom during class as a teenage girl is horrendous to me, especially with kidney infections, periods, etc. That's something that never registered with me, like, until now. Because I think about, like, obviously when I had my period so badly, like, I was wearing nappies. But, like, I was just forced to sit through the yeah, period, the, the squelch. But I just was thinking, <laughs> and, like, just reading that there, I'm like, how did I not kick up more of a fuss about that? I know. Because, like, I literally was wearing nappies and wearing, like, like maxi, maxi pads. Mm. So that's insane that it's still like that. I and, know. like, when in college, I remember when I was in college, I'd ask, can I go to the toilet? And the teacher was like you can just go like college is so not like yeah, that yeah. but I think it's ridiculous I feel like as well in schools like periods aren't really spoken about that much like no. you're taught about it but like if you were like I have period pains they wouldn't take it as a like a, an actual reason for you to not be in because like I wouldn't be in school for period pains literally just period pains because mm. like I'd fucking both ends do you know what I mean like and I'd, and I'd be in severe pain and if whenever you're sick, you know, you have to come in with a nose and you'd say, oh, why were you sick? And they ask you and they question you and I'd be like, oh, I have bad period pains. And then my principal was literally like, you, like that you can't be out of school this much. And I'm like, well, do you want to sort out my fucking period pains for me? Do you yeah, know what I mean? Month, yeah. It was good because I was getting from both perspectives. I got a message from a secondary school teacher, which I loved the interaction with the teachers because a lot of them were like the old school t- original teachers who would have got originally studied that and be like wanted it as a profession because of the safety of it mm-hmm. and they're just in it because of that reasoning like you know the, the summer's off and all whereas now it's much more vocational because the pay is so bad the people who are becoming teachers in like they're passionate the most yeah they're very passionate in the most recent years and the way they apparently they teach it now is real child-centered and uh like student focused rather than trying to be part of a statistic or you know yeah. trying to actually teach the material it's more about the child and the whole experience overall but anyway it was good it's good material anyway now the, the funny stories that yeah. we all went through oh my but God. You, li- you hear the stories about like your parents and my dad was, would have been in a school where they were you know smacked and oh, all yeah, with the rulers, with the rulers. Yeah, yeah. yeah but uh it's not like the abuse then stopped just because they weren't allowed to hit kids anymore mm. and and this isn't to every fucking teacher in the world but by the way yeah. like every like there are really great teachers out there just so mm. keelan doesn't get hounded by people being like i'm a teacher and i'm not like that we're not saying that we're just saying our own experiences and i find that like i think our generation just like the generation is what is it called again gen z who younger what are we we're on the cusp between gen z and millennial okay so i feel like the generation below us the ones that are youngers youngers like i feel like even like maybe just a little bit younger than Saoirse Mm. they're kind of getting treated how you should in school yeah like i feel like it's changed even now Mm. do you know what i mean yeah but i find that like our generation was like instagram for example like wasn't a thing no instagram was not a thing no no and i can imagine how um infuriating it may be for teachers nowadays because people cannot get off their phones but Mm -hmm. like we could put down our phones when we were in class yeah because there wasn't really anything to go on like and maybe there was like um no we had like little motorola flip phones yeah literally there wasn't anything to go on like we weren't on instagram when did instagram come in maybe i I think i was 14 or 15 but like i didn't have a smartphone to use it like Mm -hmm. it wasn't as it wasn't as common to have like the most modern iphone like no one was i don't remember ever feeling pressured to like have the newest iphone yeah ever until yeah. i was probably in my late teens ipods we had iPods. i had an ipod touch but it was so cracked and you couldn't use it without internet 
yeah yeah exactly do you know yeah, so yeah. like we didn't have anything so i can only imagine jesus what schools are like nowadays because mm. like and the, inf- the infuriation for teachers like seeing kids on their phones like scrolling on instagram constantly mm. like think about how much we scroll day-to-day basis if we're watching tv yeah and like we can do that whenever but like it's so addictive that like i could i could see how teachers would go mad and stuff but we're talking about like experiences in school where it's just like not acceptable behaviors at all but even i think teachers who are teachers now and want to have want to be a good teacher for their student and have for have for them to have a good positive educational experience they can agree they've had some you know abuse borderline abusive experience with their teachers Mm. I think anyone can agree with that and that's probably why they went into teaching to like change the system or whatever so I don't think any teachers are going to listen to this and be like oh how dare they talk about it because they probably agree because either they've witnessed it from their colleagues the older colleagues maybe or they've experienced it themselves in school um because it's so unrealistic I haven't heard of one person who's been like I loved every single one of my teachers and I never had a bad experience ever like that's not real um but with the toilet thing one of the sorry what getting back to it one of the secondary school teachers that did text me and she is one of the teachers that doesn't let people go to the toilet all the time is yeah is because she says that they're always just messing or they'll be gone for 15 minutes and then all of a sudden everyone wants to go to the toilet and like the whole class is disrupted but how do you put a lot like how do you put in boundaries where people are still letting like allowed to go to the bathroom like for example if you have a uti they're so common um, amongst mm. girls and if you uh, need to change your pad or your tampon mm. like what are you going to say especially if you're in a mixed school you're not going to go oh I'm bleeding through my yeah, you know? sorry my knickers are wet like <laughs> can I go to the toilet like you're obviously not going to say that like and it, again it's like you may not be a comfortable like so I oh, Jesus wasn't even able to talk to my mom about my periods for a while mm. like it was a, an embarrassing thing I'm hardly going to go up to a teacher and be like so I'm on my period so can you let me go to the toilet do you yeah. know what I mean but I think after a while when I was out sick for um I like I'd be out sick for like a few, a lot of my time in school now some of it was absolute bollocks like I genuinely want that this is no word of a lie like if my sister listens to it she I'm gonna PTSD her right now like I would sit at the dinner table and I'd like think of ways like how I couldn't go to school so I was sitting at the dinner table my mom made food whatever I was sitting there and I go I don't feel well and instead of going to the toilet I got sick all over the dinner table because I didn't want oh, to go to make a scene. I wanted to make a scene and I wanted her to know that I was sick because I would do anything to get out of school yeah. but when it came to my periods because I had to wear literal nappies and you know I was it's embarrassing I was in school with guys as well so like you'd always have to be so careful about your periods and if you're or leaking or tampons or whatever and also may I say that there's nothing in schools well there weren't when I was in school for periods and tampons and stuff like that no. there was nothing in the bathrooms no, there ever never was, yeah. ever and y- there wouldn't have anyone anything in the office nothing mm. so like you'd actually have to run around being like does anyone have a pad or a tampon but I can understand that if it's like disrupting but also like we're fucking females like come on we do take about we are females we with vaginas <laughs> like we take 15 minutes in the toilet so fucking what do you know what i mean like think about us gone nights out in first year when i i spilled tipex all over my school school skirt but like that stains and my like school uniforms are so are expensive. expensive they're so expensive. so expensive i only realize this now how expensive they are but my mom did the second hand thing because you know you can go through yeah if you go through the school and get the second hand ones but my sleeves were always like a bit Mo- gammy, yeah. they were gammy you know like the threads yeah, falling yeah. off and oh, all and I remember trying to you know when you try to sneak the pad up your sleeve yeah. out of your bag oh, and I remember doing that and you could definitely like see it oh, no. 
Yeah, I was so. It's so like it's so hard being a teenager. No, honestly, when people get on the bus. No, I was on the bus like two days ago, and like this group of like young boys from a school got on, and they were all like a very rugby school. Yeah. And they're like, I'm genuinely saying about 80 of them got on the bus and the only seat that was free was beside me. Yeah. And I was like, obviously young boys, they're scared to sit beside a girl. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? So they all kept going, yeah, there's a seat there. There's a seat there. Why did pretend his name is Connell? Yeah. Connell, why don't you take the seat? So then he finally like sits down at the very edge yeah. of the seat. And then all of a sudden got this massive thing of confidence, starts chanting. And I was like, oh, of course, they're chanting beside me. <laughs> so they're doing these awful chants and the smell on the bus and everything. And I was just looking at all of them with their school bags. And I was like, I actually genuinely would jump off a bridge if I had to go back to school. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I actually would jump off a bridge. It's such PTSD for me. I never had a good time in school, ever. I don't want to cry on this podcast. No, we'll do the next story. The next yeah, because, like, I know I'm not going to cry. I'm actually fine. I've had my cry today. Okay, great. Um, okay. I was but... I'm not going to cry on this podcast. I'll try not to, but it actually is so triggering and traumatizing. I had a teacher in first class primary called Miss, I'm not going to say them, um, was, a com- was completely unhinged. I had very long hair and she grabbed the end of my ponytail one day screaming, growing father to the class. Another time I couldn't remember a times table. She made me stand in the bin while other girls in the class came up and sharpened their pencils on me. And one girl peels her orange and threw it in the bin where I was stood. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, you're not allowed to touch your students, first of all. Like, I had a teacher, um, uh, my music teacher, and she was, like, completely and utterly bullying me. And she told me that um, every time, like, that I did, like, a, an exam or whatever, she'd read my uh, results out in the class because she'd pick on me and go... Emer, stop talking. And I'm like, but you just said it was in music classes that it would be like, do like a fucking rhythm or something with the person beside you. Yeah. So I'd be doing what she's told me to do. And then like, obviously, if you have a laugh or a giggle, they're like, Emer, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing what you told me to do. Everyone else in the class is talking right now. Why are you giving out to me? And she goes, oh, really? Well, everyone in the class is passing except for you. And then read out my exam results. And I was so upset about it. And then she was like, yeah, you have a brain of a four-year-old. This is all through Irish as well. She was like, you have a brain of a four-year-old. And I went home to my mom and I bawled my eyes out. And I was like, she's picking on me. And she apparently didn't like my sister. But like my sister didn't do music for a long time. But this woman was just like awful. Mm. So then my mom told me, she was like, if she does one more thing to you, stand up, don't say anything and just walk out of the class and go straight to the principal's office. Yeah. So I was like, okay, because like I was a little brat as well. Like I would talk back, but she was so kind of like scary that but I no, was like, I don't like this whole because I'm gonna teach my daughter to stick up for herself, and mm. I don't like the whole if we stand up to, to adults that we're all of a sudden brats, brats, yeah, because that's such a like a misconception mm. where it's normalized to mistreat children and yeah. like underage people because they're underage, like mm. no other reason. Yeah. Like why are adults allowed to? borderline abuse children just because they're younger than them or that they know better like obviously children don't have emotional regulation and they're experiencing the world from the first time so they are going to have tantrums and they're going to act out because they they don't know how to set boundaries for themselves but why can that teacher like read out your exam results and literally shame you like why does she think that's going to give you like encouragement to yeah. do better like her job as a teacher is literally to ma- to help you pass I, know. I don't know why she thinks that shaming you and reading your results out and like 
in front of your peers is going to make you feel better about yourself or going to make you work harder you're just going to be like i'm a piece of shit and i can never achieve anything in this life because they're the people that are supposed to be encouraging you the most Mm. so i don't think that you should say that you're a brat just for sticking up for yourself you should have stuck up for yourself more yeah i probably should have like and the thing is as well as like i only got diagnosed with dyslexia in fifth year so the fact that i went through five years of school without no teacher recognizing except for my english teacher because like if he didn't he would have been blind because like (laughs) there was things i've said this so many times and i've spoken about me being dyslexic so many times but this is uh yeah so i stood up and i she said something to me like something horrible again I stood up and I she grabbed me when I was walking out of the class she literally grabbed me and this was like the talk of the year because everyone knew my beef with this woman because she just wouldn't fucking leave me alone yeah so I stood up and I just walked by and there was like you know those big long Henry the Hoovers the Hoover was like on my left hand side but she grabbed my right hand side and she grabbed me and she like said something like don't you dare in Irish and like grabbed me and I oh get off me and I like pushed the hoover and the hoover fell down and everyone i could just like hear <gasps> and i was like i bombed straight to the principal's office it was literally two doors down and i knocked on the door bawling my eyes out but you know and like you're shaking and you're yeah. like you don't even remember what happened and i was mm-hmm. like went into her and like as much as my principal did not like me and literally asked me to leave the school once before um she has had trouble with this woman before but because it was like she was like a permanent teacher she can't get rid of them yeah that's the thing what the fuck is this so she's abused so many children like she bully like if that was say a colleague bullying another colleague in the way she's treated imagine an adult going up to another adult grabbing them by the arm and going don't you dare and then reading out imagine their results or fucking whatever they do in work yeah and then not getting Getting reported for bullying and st- keeping their job. I know that's you know, the thing, and that's why she, the, I, the principal, had had so many complaints from this woman that the one time in my whole life in school she was actually on my side, mm. and then um, so that was in fourth. Sorry, that was in third year, um, and then fourth year you don't do music. But in fifth year, she was the only music teacher and she refused to teach me. So I actually couldn't do music for my leaving cert, even though I went to music college. I studied music. In and a, also, like, that's putting you at such sort of a disadvantage for dyslexia because 50% of the grade is practical. So like you 100% would have passed, even if you couldn't do the theory. That's exactly my, that was exactly my motive. I was like, it's grand, like for the junior cert. I did, um, and I passed, and, you know, I passed practical flying colours, mm-hmm. and that was the plan. I was like, because I can't read music theory. I've never been able to read music theory. I can kind of play by ear sometimes, or, like, I'd write, like, letters on the keyboards and stuff like that. <laughs> like, I'd make up my own, like, yeah, things, yeah, yeah. and it's very difficult. But, like, um, yeah, so then the first, so in fifth year, we were mixed with lads, and the lads, like, obviously people would be, the lads would be, oh, that's so funny. Because the first week of school, I would, obviously did music. Mm. She was the music teacher. She made me face the wall. So I came in. And this is no word of a lie. I came in. She moved my table so that I was facing, like, the lockers. Mm. And that everyone was like, all the lads were like, oh, that's so funny. Like, oh, what did Emer do? And I was like, this is so traumatizing. Mm. And then afterwards, my principal came up to me and said, look, she doesn't want to teach you anymore. You're failing. I think it's better off if you do home ec. 
thankfully I did home ec and the teacher was like the best thing that's ever happened to me mm. so that was a that was such a plus and I'm so happy but like the fact that I went uh, that's what I wanted to do they tell you what they they make you want to know what you want to do at like 16 I was like I want to do music I want to do music and then I wasn't even allowed to fucking do the subject mm. because of this teacher who had severe problems but I wasn't allowed to do the subject because of her immaturity issues with me from a fucking 16 year old mm-hmm. like I'm literally what 15 16 yeah and she refused to teach me and then fifth year comes along and she's like no I'm sorry so that was seriously traumatic but like look <laughs> I was getting so riled up reading these things because well not for myself because I I feel like I was able to stick up for myself but it's a huge thing and I have to acknowledge it um you do get a sense of entitlement a little bit if, say, my parents had the privilege and the luxuries to be able to take me out of school. If I wasn't getting on somewhere, they would have the luxury and I had the privilege that they could take me out of school and move me to another one. So, like, if you get moved from your local public school, um, it's really hard to get into another local public school, but you can get taken out and get put into a private school very easily because private, you just pay to pay your way to get in whereas other than that like you're on a waiting list and all the other reasons you have to give like a reasoning why you have to move to that school um so I think that I was in a privileged position where like in my first secondary school because I wasn't getting on and I was sticking up for myself and I I thought it was absolutely fucking ridiculous how the teachers were actually treating the uh, students Mm. so um I had I was able to move school whereas like when my daughter goes to school I, I obviously won't I don't think I'll have the money to send her to like a private school because mm. of, you know just the cost of living and uh, the way things are going I'll probably have to pay an extortion a price for her house um but I probably won't be able to send her to school in Dublin but anyway um I need to be able to teach her how to stick up for herself if she d- does if she feels perilous and thinks that she's less than um, a teacher or that a teacher thinks that they're in a position of authority to abuse her or for her to not have a great experience or educational experience just because they think that they're better than her or um did you stick up for yourself a lot when you were in school oh yeah no I would stick up for I myself could, I could imagine yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry why does I laugh at the same <laughs> Um, but I remember like my principal it was so I remember it was so hypocritical I was fucking fuming I remember um when I was in my first secondary school and they gave this whole speech about like presentation and how you're supposed to fucking look a certain way but you can't wear makeup and you can't have piercings and can't have dyed hair in an all-girls school okay and say like for example I had the ratty sleeves on my uniform and I was like they're so expensive I don't know how you can expect people to keep buying new uniforms every single year that's not realistic Mm -hmm. especially for the area that we were in it was a good mix of like different sort of backgrounds but it's like you can't tell people if they're like if they're struggling to make ends me to be like you have to buy a new uniform because it doesn't look on our our behalf and also then the teacher the principal who was like you can't wear a scrap of makeup i didn't want none of this crusty tan on your fucking she was botoxed out of her head oh my god she was literally botoxed out of her head and chartreuse pink lipstick you're making (laughs) you're making a show of us here so i shaved the side of my head in second year and i oh did i sorry is this because rihanna oh uh no miley cyrus uh cut her hair off and i wasn't allowed i know i wasn't allowed cut all my hair off so my mom was like gave me an ultimatum basically and she was like you can say shave the side of your head Uh, alternative not ultimatum (laughs) (laughs) what does an ultimatum mean it's real ultimatum is real like shave your head off or I'm gonna break up with you you know oh, what I mean right no 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 sorry it was the opposite of yeah, that yeah, yeah. so um th- and I also got 
Oh, spacer. Very oh, different. different. So I, so spacers are, if you don't know what they are, they're the holes in your ear. And um, not just a regular hole, a large hole. And <laughs> <laughs> my ear hole. Um, so I was doing it myself and you can't go in and get it done in shops. So what I was doing was snapping makeup brushes and shoving it through my ear oh, my to like... Ear to like widen it so I finally got it to like a a perfect hole that I like loved and I didn't have like a spacer for it because like I didn't know where to buy them so I'm walking around with like this tight like when I mean tiny 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 makeup brush in my ear and (laughs) finally the teacher the principal saw me and was like what is that and I was like um it's a spacer and they're like, what is that? And then finally I was like, okay, I, I went into town. I went to George's Arcade. I got the spacer, the spacer thing so that it like, because they were like, what is it? But they couldn't really tell me to take it out because if you pushed it at the back. Anyway, moral of the story, I had a spacer in my ear and they came up to me and they were giving me a really hard time about it. And they were like, take it out. And I was like, but if I take it out, I'm still going to have a hole in my ear. Mm. So like, I, it's just not, it's not nice. So my mom was like, no, she hates all these kind of weird things but when my mom she taught me to stick up for myself and she's very good at sticking up for herself as well mm. she was like you're not fucking taking that out it doesn't say in the rules that you can't have a hole in your ear when they change the rules and say that they you can't have a spacer then you can take it out but the rules say mm. that you can have a pair of earrings you're not wearing any other earrings you just have a hole in your ear now that's a bit like of my mom being like no excuse me but like my mom was just so sick of the school you can yeah. imagine if they're treating me this way they're gonna she's gonna be fucking like, fed up they're taking up time they're literally taking up your time by oh by giving out to you for your presentation yeah. i understand that i actually am pro uniforms now i used to not be mm-hmm. i used to be like pro everyone wears their own clothes but mm. it's much easier if uh children especially if you like there's a lot of pressures to be up to date with the trends yeah, and like that would stress yeah I uniforms like that's fine i think that's grand but I remember, I remember there was a huge fuss because someone wanted they might be a non-binary now and that's why or like that had, was in my school yeah that was in my school so they had trouble with someone wanting to wear trousers instead of the skirt and it's like just let them did it's I still part that? of the uniform did I tell no them? i had someone in my oh, in my year yeah yeah that's um, my school as well. and, and then i was like oh i'd love a bit of the trouser so I love. Oh. are you joking it was fucking and freezing freezing they never put the fucking heat on and they and then they wouldn't let you wear your jacket in class no are you joking oh my god and also with the presentation in my school like we had an awful horrible green jacket but we weren't allowed to wear them in class and like if we were seen to wear them as like outside like uniform coats like Mm -hmm. we'd get in trouble as well so ridiculous but um i when i shaved the side of my head um i obviously they were telling me to put my hair up and i was going fuck because yeah. the side of my head was shaved and um he pulls me aside my vice principal pulls me aside and he was like Kardashian and I Kardashian is what is that mm. basically and I was like it's my hair and he was like come in tomorrow with that gone or else and I was like oh, what are you supposed to do what do you want me to do <laughs> stick on a wig like I was like what do you want me to do pulled me into the fucking uh the office calls up platinum Hair extensions. Calls my mom and goes, yeah, so Emer shaved the side of her head. My mom was like, yeah. And they were like, why did you do that? And I went, um, to raise the money. <laughs> Very bad. <laughs> I was so scared. I was like, to raise money. Guys, it was like literally the tiniest bit shaved yeah. ever. But I was just like, anything to get them off my case. Yeah. And um, yeah, so then for the whole school year, anytime the side of my head shaved was showing, I was 
given out to, but if my hair was down, I was given out to. So you can never fucking win. <laughs> never fucking win. Because like I got the lead in my musical, but they were going to take it away from me because I couldn't learn my lines quick enough and I couldn't, you know, like basically be as fast as everyone else learning everything and like just with everything I was just slower and she was like my mom and her were crying together being like oh she's amazing because I did it without like because when they and they didn't get my musical filmed because I was the lead the only musical they didn't get filmed was mine and apparently it was the best isn't that awful those fucking cunts. Isn't that horrific? Did they do it now Asquilga or is it in English? Are Are you joking? Guys, we're scared, Shaka. Guys and dolls. Are you joking? Oh, is it Asquilda? Yeah, Asquilda. Are you joking? So Do you remember any of the lines now? Um, like, what do you want me to say? My primary teacher once picked me up by the ankles, held me upside down in front of the class so that my skirt was round my ears as punishment for being chatty. I remember so clearly trying to desperately clamber free. I don't think I even told my folks. She also used to patrol the class at lunch with a giant T-square and would threaten to hit us if we didn't eat every scrap of lunch. Kids would literally be puking because they'd stuffed their lunch to appease, just to appease her. Okay, someone needs to call the guards. <laughs> Jesus like, fucking Christ. I, th- I think I texted that person and said that the teacher got sacked after that. They got reported. But the thing is why I think primary school teachers especially, some, let me some. just, some primary school teachers, and especially back in the day when we were even, it only kind of stopped up until the last five years, I'd say, where the, the primary school teachers were literally crazy. Mm. But I've heard of, like, one of my sister's primary school teachers were was literally nuts. She would make kids stand in the corner of the room facing the wall for hours. Like oh, yeah. li- actual yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they take advantage because those children <laughs> genuinely think that they're in the wrong and they, they feel so bad and ashamed of themselves. They don't want to get in trouble with their parents either. So mm. that's why they don't speak up. Like if think of back to yourself when you're a five-year-old child and your teacher, a person of authority who you're supposed to look up to and you're supposed to do what they tell you, you'd be so terrified you would do anything they tell you. And if mm. they are saying, like, you're... <laughs> it's a five-year-old. You're a piece of shit. But, like, these, a lot of these teachers are literally, like, you're going nowhere. You're going to end up in, in prison. Um, you're such a dummy. Like, oh, my God, you didn't... You're a waste of space Brain and all this. four-year-old. Yeah, you're going to believe it. Four-year-olds are very smart. <laughs> there's, there's many four-year-olds out there that are quite smart. So, fuck <laughs> off. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, fuck off. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so a lot of, they're so fucking traumatizing the stories that, that were from primary school and which what I was getting most upset over. Like, I'm not even going to, I didn't even screenshot the ones obviously about the fucking pedophiles that are in schools. There was oh a teacher God. that used to make his, all his students sit on his lap oh, while I he corrected. Oh, I don't want to know that. No, yeah, no. <laughs> but he was arrested. Oh, he was, that's what I mean. He like, was arrested. But there are some people who literally just get fired and nothing happens to them after that because the school doesn't want to cause a scene. Mm. So they'll just like let them go sil- silently and then nothing will come from it. Um, okay. One said, I wore a hearing aid when I was a kid and a teacher refused to move me from the back of the class towards the front so that I could hear better despite my parents writing multiple letters. The same teacher bullied multiple other students with various disabilities over the years. The school had received complaints about her year on year and she's still teaching there. Fucking hell. Literally ableist teacher. Like, imagine going to that school with any sort of disability. The the permanent thing again. It's the permanent thing. I don't, what is that? I don't know, but they don't have it anymore. Like, teaching is actually a precarious job now. You could be working in a place for precarious means, like, 
it could be gone at any point. Like it's oh, not right. stable at all. Yeah. It's like the opposite of stability. You can be sacked off yeah, at can, any time. You can yeah. be sa- so say like, uh, there's a primary school teacher on TikTok. Uh, she just got a permanent position. I can't remember. I think it's Moon Molly or something. I love, obsessed with her. Moon she like Molly. does, she does a little vlog. Oh. She does a little vlog of her, her classroom and all she does. Aww. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like I'd love if I had her as a teacher. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's like you could be teaching in a, for a year in a place and then at the end of that year, they'll just be like, no, there's no position for you next year. Sorry. And say you just got a mortgage or like you started renting. an apartment. You just had a baby, started renting an apartment. Like there's no um, stability with it anymore at all. But I think there is some after a while, after fucking putting in a lot of work. And also there's, um, uh, what's the word? you have to like have equal amount of gender working in each school. And obviously because it's a more of a, I'd say it's more of a feminine pr- profession. I don't know what's the right, the correct terminology for that. But like war- more women, I'd say, would study primary school teaching than men. Mm. So then the men who graduate have a much higher chance of, uh, ch- higher chance of getting hired than a woman would, be- would because there's a lot more competition okay. for the same position. So like there has to be 50-50 male to female teachers now. Since when? I, d- I, I think only recently. Stunning. Yeah. Love that. No, but don't love it for the women. Why? You know what I mean? Because not necessarily, like a man, a, a woman could be way more qualified. Say that she could have a degree in child psychology, Montessori teaching and primary school teaching, but then she's up against oh, a man. if a male is just studying primary school yeah, teaching, yeah, yeah. then, okay. He has more, t- even if he's not even good or doesn't even like children, oh, well, you know what I mean? He could get hired just because they have to meet a quota of like more male teachers. Oh, sorry. I thought that was like a, oh, like, because I am very I'm not like it's not that I'm not a feminist but I'm like equal yeah, yeah everyone no, just needs yeah. to be equal yeah, there's no, no like but that's sort of like they don't give equal pay but all, it's real um fucking arbitrary where they're like okay we'll do 50 50 genders teaching even though there's more qualified female teachers mm. it, it doesn't actually make sense yeah, yeah um yeah. and they don't even give equal pay so it's like why are you randomly just being like actually i think we should have 50 percent males you know yeah, it, doesn't, yeah, yeah. it literally doesn't make any sense it's so to me the way you just said that that it sounded like a good thing no it's literally just benefiting and men and then <laughs> when you explain it there it's yeah. like oh and in, like it's literally pa- it's patriarchal going even further because it's like no actually we're gonna bring in equality here and do 50% men and it's like that's only benefiting men in a sexist world that we literally need, makes no we'll sense we'll need like um you'll, you'll need to do like maybe like drafts or something to explain all this because when people like me hear 50 yeah. 50 they're like that's brilliant <laughs> I'm like that's very good isn't it and then I'm like no obviously not <laughs> fucking um, hell we'll do another one now that's very long sorry oh wait I did that might be two screenshots um one sec now did that Oh, no, that's a pedo one. I won't read that. Oh, God. Is there any, like, gas ones? Am I... Or... I feel like we've gone very dark. They are a bit dark. Um. Okay. Yeah, there was a few about... You know when kids lean their head on their hand on the table? Mm-hmm. There was a few, like... I've had a teacher do that as well, where they whack the hand out from under their chin so they whack their head off the table. What? That's like a normal thing. And I only recently, like, in my 20s, after having a baby, I'm like, oh, that's a bit fucked up. Yeah, that... You know what I mean? <laughs> and you're kind of like, Jesus, that was a bit rough. <laughs> that's, that's a bit fucked. But I actually... I think I can credit a lot of my anger and my maybe violence as a child to my teachers. Mm, because, definitely. Now, I did have an older brother who used to make me Ellie and Sarah to beat each other up with like tennis rackets and stuff oh, for yeah. like his entertainment oh, obviously yeah, but like nice. there was a lot of my teachers who would literally treat us like shit and I still have a good experience from primary school like I loved my primary school um 
oh obviously there were shitty parts but like overall I think I had a good experience like when I joined secondary school I would go back and visit my teachers um I don't remember primary school at all and that's that's my that's me blocking out trauma really yeah like primary school for me um yeah like I have like uh, it's maybe like two or three very vague memories like I used to go into this is like very dark but it's not funny it's not funny I'm gonna start laughing oh no I know what you mean yeah but like I used to like go into so my sister threw an um an orange at my nose when I was younger wait who threw an orange my sister Mm. and she threw an orange at my nose when I was younger and it like moved a vein in my nose and so I was like prone to like really bad nose beads. Like mm-hmm. this isn't funny. Like I'm not laughing. I'm just laughing because of how ridiculous I mm-hmm. the extent I went to. So like you know the like small sinks in the bathrooms. Like oh. I used to go into the bathroom and like whack my nose off the sink, get a nosebleed, and be like, I have a nosebleed. Can I go home? Just so I didn't have to be in school. Oh my god, that's horrible. Because I ne- I could never get onto. Like I remember it was in especially second class. I couldn't get onto the you know the like um when you did the joint riding. And you know those, you know those books. I could never pass. You know there, there was in like levels. I could never pass. And they were always like, oh, like you're doing shit. Basically, oh, like I know I sound like, oh, I'm such a victim for me, but like I was just a dyslexic child that like no one. I can't believe you went throughout the whole of primary school and no one thought you were dyslexic. They put me into. They put me into a class when I was in the Nina. So like when I was young. Like, what is that? Nina is like is that? Montessori. What is that in English? Nina is like Montessori. Montessori. Yeah. Sorry, so, no, wait. Then it's, uh, what's this, the two classes? Infants. Infants. Yeah. In junior infants and senior infants. Yeah. Um, that's when I was, uh, they like put me into a class and they were like, oh yeah, we'll do some classes with her. I think that did that to like first class. And then they were like, oh, she's fine. Um, but they did give me a maths tutor in fifth, fifth class and sixth class mm. that like came in and like sat with me like oh like and I was in a mixed school as well and it was just like fifth fifth class and sixth class is just such a like you're a teen like yeah, kind of a teeny and the, a woman would come in I'd say to, you were so embarrassed no guys I was her, I was so mean to her as well because I was oh, like because you're trying she, to be cool she yeah I was trying to be so cool <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be so cool and she'd like sit beside me and like do like the maths with me and I in front of everyone as well and like I know that that's like me being like should I be me you're whinging about not getting help and then you're getting help and being like that's uncool but then like but it is so humiliating it's fucking humiliating especially when you have to go out of the class and they come in they're like oh Emer but then in um in secondary school so like nothing was like passed on that saying that like oh she needed help or anything Mm. like that nothing which again like teachers should have detected it and then finally when I did my test for dyslexia it came back they give you like these blocks and stuff to like try like make these like shapes out of these blocks and like obviously my brain just works differently so like I would be crying with frustration being like I can't fucking do this Mm. and then um when they so when they found so when the test came back it was like oh, like, she shouldn't be in an Irish school, let alone fucking doing French for five years. Yeah. Like, are you joking? Do, do you have dyspraxia as well? I have or do, you dyscalcula. Have dyscalcula. Oh, right, okay. So I have dyscalcula, which is, uh, so I'm dyslexic with numbers and letters. Mm. So dyslexia is with letters, dyscalcula is with numbers. So I have the full package. <laughs> <laughs> like, honest to God. And um, they were like, how did no one detect this? And then the um, teachers were very much so, like, taken aback because 
they were gave, gave me such a hard time that instead of the principal and all like apologizing to me mm. they just let me do whatever so I didn't have um because I was doing foundation math I didn't have a maths class so I was told to just go and sit in the library I did was taken out of um I was taken out of religion for an extra maths class an extra like um like learning class never mm. happened had to go to sit in the library so for fifth and sixth year like I still had a syllabus to learn for like foundation level maths mm. took me out of the class just told me to go and they just forgot about me they were just like we're just gonna let her do whatever she wants so like I'd leave school whenever I wanted to not no one would text my parents like swear to god like Jesus. they were they were just like oh shit because the man was so annoyed he was yeah. like how has no one detected this because she's fucked yeah. <laughs> they, they were like oh god let's just let her do what she wants Swear to God. Yeah, but that's bad at the same time. Like, I you're know. not getting... You're not learning I know, in I'm, school. I'm like, you might as well learning. not have been in school. No, but, like, that's the thing. I just wasn't. Like, I just... Sorry, what is she doing? I know. Missy's gotten very confident yeah, over the last few days. You have a jungle girl she, on her She's hands. been climbing the, the drawing rack. I saw that. Like, what the hell? <laughs> okay, so this one is... My religion teacher was crazy religious, obviously. But we had a chapter in our book that she refused to teach us because it was about other religions. She also, I thought that was the point of religion class. It's not called Catholic class. Um, she also gave us loads of leaflets on how abortion is wrong. That's really fucked that's up. Fucked. Um, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Uh, I can't remember what it's to called. Like enforce. Yeah, enforce like, like ideologies. Own, yeah, your own agenda on students. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Um, I got a few texts as well about teachers doing that about the gay marriage referendum. Oh, what? Because the students were 18. It was in like sixth class, so they could vote. Mm. And they were pushing like the obviously the not the anti-gay marriage referendum i know she was also my home ec teacher and told a group of young impressionable girls that if they can pinch the fat on the side of their stomach while sitting down that they are overweight what the fuck that's fucked up like that is actually fucked up like that's not okay if you can pinch the fat at the side sitting of your sitting down like everyone has that are you joking like bella hadid she's like if i sneeze she'd blow away and i'm sure she has like that yeah like that is ridiculous oh that's i had a religion teacher that um she she loved starting debates like she just wanted to have a fight in class all the time and she goes so sex um i think you should only have sex to reproduce not not pleasure i think it's a sin if you have sex if it's just for pleasure anyone gonna argue with me on, on that anyone ha- have anything to say sorry and like obviously we're all a bunch of virgins like we were literally 15 yeah but like and i remember looking at her like you know my face i can't hide my expressions sad old woman. i was literally going what the fuck is going and she was pregnant oh my god as well what? yeah that was the most worrying thing she was pregnant oh, but it was obviously Christ. just because she was lo- probably bored and like looking for a chat or whatever mm. but i remember because i used to like her and then after she said that i was like oh you're giving me the willies now that's a bit weird but like trying to like also bring an argument up about like something as weird like you're clear what age were you like 15 yeah like obviously you aren't like you know at it all the time but like i wouldn't i couldn't imagine so like I, how would you even know yeah. like that's so weird yeah no it was bizarre um okay my second class teacher who was also our principal made me switch from writing left-handed to right-handed because we sat in a circle and i kept elbowing the girl next to me now i write super fucked up with my right hand because i never learned how to grip the pen properly also, my secondary school science teacher was a born-again Christian and re- he refused to teach us anything related to the reproductive system. He, al- <laughs> he told the girls we would go to hell for premarital sex and showed us a video of his wife giving birth. He was reprimanded, but not fired. 
when we complained to the principal. We also caught him watching porn in our computer class. It just kept getting worse. Oh my god. Oh my god. You just you just like unlocked a memory for me. Oh no. You just unlocked a fucking memory for me. No. My fifth I my fifth class teacher was was a fifth class or fourth class. He was a lad. Mm. Um yeah, we made complaints about him because he was being creepy. Oh really? Yeah, I just remembered that there. He never got like nothing happened. What? I just remembered that, yeah. And Nothing. was he still your teacher? Yeah, yeah, he was still our teacher, yeah. But he was very, very off with us after. Because he obviously knew that oh, it was all the girls that made the complaints. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, Ferdia will fucking tell you about him. <laughs> Ferdia was in my class. I better text him now. Yeah, like, Ferdia will tell you about him. Oh my god, yeah, ew, he was so weird and yucky and ew. But, ew. like, I just remember there, nothing happened to him. I'm pretty sure we got in trouble. Like, we <laughs> ended up getting that, A lot trouble. of people said that as well, that when they went to go complain to the principal, that they would convince a class of, sorry, 32 people or whatever, how many is in a class, that they were all lying. That all these children band together and they were like, let's start this conspiracy. Sorry, no child is, first of all, that like calculated to know to do that. To be like, let's get our teacher fired and make up this lie. But like, it also takes a lot of great strength and courage for children to speak up in the first place. So why would they again, if that's what they're met with? And that's like their initial sort of experience with life in general, like going into the workplace or like how you're going to treat with um treat your relationships in the future so like if they're going to try stick up for themselves and making complaints and they're met with like you're a fucking little liar shut up and sit down you stupid child obviously they're not going to stick up for themselves ever again oh one time at at primary school i had a panic attack hyperventilating crying etc the teacher thought i was doing it for attention so made me stand in front of the class while they were watching me have a panic attack and laughed i was eight years old looking back on it i wish i had hit her lol so many oh my god we have a babby on the tit at the moment um so many stories of sadistic school teachers that one was always stand stands out in my mind guys i'm sorry i'm so dyslexic how anyone could be that cruel to a child i'll never know that's awful my i when i was having panic attacks i had my very first one ever in school I was running around and I was trying to find my home ec teacher and I want I needed to tell because her daughter was in my class and like loved both of them she was and I think her daughter must have told her stories about me and teachers because like she just me and her just if she was like my mammy in school yeah and I was running around trying to find her it was lunchtime and I was like this (laughs) like literally crazy woman running around didn't know what was going on thought I couldn't breathe and then um, found another teacher and I was like, I can't breathe. And she was like, what? And I was like, can't breathe. And she was like, oh, okay, just sitting here. She was like, what's going on? And I was like, can you get me the teacher or whatever? And the teacher finally came out. And like, I didn't realize after a panic attack, you're so drained. Mm. It's like you're, you've done like 10 rounds at Mike Tyson. You're wrecked. <laughs> and um, then it just was like a reoccurring thing for me where anytime teachers would say something horrible or mean to me, I'd end up like, automatically going into a panic attack didn't even know that they could come on that that strong and yeah. then the principal in sixth year this is no joke we had an assembly but just for six years yeah. and um ended up saying look i know people are having panic attacks and all this but like it's not real you know it's just the stress of the leaving cert swear to god what, what does that even mean yeah the panic attacks aren't real they're not real so they're not real one, guys this is a PSA for anyone who gets panic attacks. They're not real. They're not real. They're not real. You're just stressed. You're just like, stressed that's what a panic cert. attack is. Yeah, you, yeah. you are stressed. You're, you're like, stressed. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. I swear Genius. To, yeah, I know. This person should definitely be working with young people. I know, I know. <laughs> I'll never forget. And she just was just looking at me. I was sitting in the front and she was just looking at me when she was telling me, saying all this. And like, obviously the year was very aware that I was like not in a good mental state, like mm-hmm. in fifth and sixth year. Like I ended up going on antidepressants for my panic attacks and everything and the school was aware of this they they knew that I was like not a well like the teachers or whatever and some people in my year and she still thought it would be a brilliant idea to have some mental health chat but instead of trying to say everything's going to be okay she was telling me that it was just the stress of the leaving certain that it's not real that oh, my panic attacks aren't real I was like okay so brilliant good. yeah brilliant here do you want to read another one yeah you see now that's very long for me oh yeah okay i was once late to primary school through no fault of my own i was a model student not to mention i was like eight so very young at the at as the register passed me i told my friend who was taking it to office to say i was there when i came into class i explained that i had done what i had done to the teacher and she screamed so fucking loud at me in front of the class about how wrong and stupid i was i never spoke back to teachers and i never did anything wrong because i was so scared of getting in trouble the way she shouted at me that day and humiliated me in in class in front of everyone was stuck with me all these years later also in secondary school i did dance we were getting dressed in the girls changing room and an old male teacher walked into the girls changing room with tea and biscuits we all screamed get out he left but he knew he was being he what he was doing he was just being a creep he shouldn't have ever been in the girls changing rooms these two teachers from the two different stories were married <laughs> oh my god the tea and biscuits no, like ew. what are you up to girls oh, yeah, show us your knickers girls so, disgu- no, so disgusting so like what's gross. wrong with you fucking weirdo did you ever do pe of course I did PE. I didn't. I, I didn't. I had a note. Oh, I, you I had a note. I, I know. I loved PE. I was real like, I wanted to be a do-gooder in school. Of course, so in yeah. secondary school, like I tried to be a part of the volleyball team. I tried to be part of the hockey team. You had a volleyball team oh, in school? Oh yeah. We, I, had I, had, I had a pool I in had, my school. Oh, swimming pool. Yeah. I had camogie. Like <laughs> I would have loved to, do, to have done camogie. No. But I tried to be like a part of everything because I was head girl. So I was like, I want to be a part Sorry, of everything. I forgot you yeah. were head girl. But I was so bad at sports. It made me really upset. Like I was genuinely like real upset that I couldn't be good at sports. Enough, <laughs> because they always got announced at the school assemblies, you know, if you won anything. Oh, or if like yeah, you're a part yeah. of the team oh, and, and you go up. God damn it. Yeah, I was like, fuck's sake, because there's only one musical musical a year. I couldn't be doing it all, yeah, all, all year, you know? all the time. Like, that, it, the like attention is passed. I know. And you're like, I need more. I need more. I need on. more. I'm not going to get it from my parents. I need it from the school. Yeah, well, you can imagine I didn't play any sports now. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I was brilliant at it, though. I'm actually very good at sports. I swear to God, when I was younger, I was I played for Kula. Oh, yeah. Neither. Yeah, I know. I played for Kula. That's Kula Bula. <laughs> <laughs> that's very good that's so so good <laughs> but uh i was gonna say uh memory just came up i talked about this at the live podcast but i you know when you say something at the live and i was i didn't couldn't remember if i'd said it on the podcast yeah. before but it was like the live show um i had a teacher who was we had for junior and senior infants and i loved her like i was obsessed with her like she was getting a big bottle of wine at the end of the year in a oh, card you know yeah uh, maybe even a finger painting for me oh um, but like I was one of those people who used to always call my teacher's mum and all like by accident because I just like wanted a par- parental figure in school but yeah. anyway we'll get into that on another no, podcast no. Um, so anyway she was even though I loved her she was the nicest woman ever she was one of those who was like who didn't want people going to the bathroom all the time um, and I was like I wanted to please 
my teacher so badly like I never wanted to get in trouble and I, I remember it was these fucking this set of twins in my class I would literally go I'm not joking go to the bathroom every five minutes and they're the ones that fucking together ruined. no not together separately but it <laughs> fucking ruined it for the rest of us because then she stopped letting us go to the bathroom yeah, you had to yeah, be like yeah. it's an emergency miss but like obviously as a child you don't want to embarrass yourself and be like it's an emergency I'm gonna shit my pants yeah, you know yeah, what I mean um but anyway she used to take us up she was so lovely she would take us up individually and correct her homework like privately instead of you know going around because so your peers next to you couldn't hear if you got mm. something wrong you'd go yeah. up to her desk for you five or six yeah okay so I was standing up there and I needed to pee so bad. And this is back in the day when there was like green carpets. It wasn't like lino on the floor. Like it was literally green carpet. I know the carpet. Well. Yeah. And uh, I was up there like listening to her and she was like, you're doing so well. You're so conscientious. Everything's great. And I was just like, oh my God, this is my dream come true. Like I'm getting my compliments. And I was there with my legs crossed, like trying not to pee so bad. Like my eyebrows furrowed. And then I just pissed oh, myself. No. I pissed so myself. Sad. And she was like, why didn't you tell me you needed to go to the bathroom? And I was like, I wanted to get my home. I didn't want to interrupt getting my homework corrected. Oh, you were such a good child. <laughs> and I don't make me cry. No, I wasn't. I actually was. Uh, I was so um, I was so anxious until I was around 10. And then I was a, I was a cunt. Like I oh, wasn't. Really? No, so I wasn't a good child after that. Like I regret a lot of things that I did as a child. Like I was mean, you know, but yeah. it was probably just you know I was I was still a child you yeah. know I shouldn't I shouldn't be feeling shame about it then no. but like I also do feel guilty if I made ever, anyone else feel bad or if you're like I was horrible to oh, my peers not to my I don't care about adults you can go yeah. for, like can I'm go a child you can go fuck yourself um but if I if I was ever mean to my peers or whatever I'm like have great regret because I was horrible from the ages of like 10 when I once I started hitting puberty I just went down where you like that in secondary school as well yeah in secondary school no I was more of just of a loner in secondary school yeah um but I wasn't like I wouldn't be pleasant to be around. Do you know what right. I mean? One of those people who was like, there's kids dying in Africa when like someone was trying to express an emotion. Oh, oh baby. Which is like not compassionate at all if you think about it. But yeah. you think that you're better than everyone else because you're like, I can understand that the world has better, bigger problems than these privileged like first. But like- Did every- you get bullied then? Um, or were people just mean to no, you? No, I, I think everyone was mean to each other. I wouldn't say now retrospectively that I was bullied mm-hmm. at any point, but like I, I didn't have a great time with my peers yeah. either. Like it was just a lot of button heads and just like maybe exclusion more so. Yeah. Like over the summer, I wouldn't be getting any play dates. Let's yeah. just put it that way. Okay. I wouldn't yeah. be going to anyone's houses. This is in primary school and secondary school. Yeah, and now in, in primary school, like all the girls in the class would be invited to a party except for me, sort of way. That's, oh my God, that happened to yeah. me in, that happened Where to me in this? sixth year. Um, I remember this girl Someone's had a had par- birthday parties in sixth year. Yeah, they were, look, and, and no, these are, this was like party party, like let's oh. get locked and drink naggins. Oh, right, and right. I remember me and my ex at the time were the only people not invited. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I know, Debbie. You want to talk? You want to say something? Hey. Oh. <laughs> what you have to say? Go shy now. No, stick up for yourself. Go Come on. on. Stick up for yourself. Come on. Speak your mind. Hey. Yeah. yeah. That's my baby. That's the baby. <laughs> it's such a good skill, I think, for children to learn um, to stick up for other children as well. Yeah. That's something I would love if my kids had instilled in them. Um, and something I wish I was able to do, just hanging her upside down. Something I wish I was able to do as a child as well, because you'd feel so much shilt and shilt. You've shilt guilt and shame. Guilt and shilt. You'd feel so much guilt and shame. Um, sorry, I guess. Huh?
you feel so much guilt and shame like going home um or even you'd feel like you're in trouble you know when someone in, in your class gets in trouble and you'd kind of like shrivel, shrivel down mm. and feel really bad I remember this guy in my class now he was really bold he did he flashed us like we were in first class oh. he would just like be pulling down his pants and showing his willy all the time but like as a joke okay. obviously he got in loads of trouble but you'd always hear the teacher scream like Primary school teachers scre- like growl. They, they scream. scream. They scream at, yeah. at you. And you're a child. Like, I, I don't know, know why people it's... think that that's okay. But um, I remember he'd come back in, like, bawling, crying, his face all red. And I would just feel so, so bad for him. Like, obviously, he had serious issues and he needed to go to therapy. Or, like, his parents you know maybe we're fucked up at home but yeah. like it's not a teacher's responsibility to scream to discipline a child in that way yeah. and like just taking it on your own accord just being like yeah this is how children are supposed to be disciplined you're supposed to scream at them and it's like this just because something is normal just because it's normal to scream at children to discipline them doesn't mean that it's right like people used to smoke on airplanes and used to think that that was okay yeah. just because it's normal doesn't mean like everyone has survival bias survivor bias and like a lot of our parents even thought it was normal to do things like, you know, the cry it out method and all these, you know, when you leave the baby in the cot to cry and then they stop crying. Well, new studies came out to say that the child actually just stops crying because they think that you're not going to come. Not because they learn to self-soothe. Babies don't have the ability to self-soothe because they don't have emotional regulation. So they stop crying because they think that you're not going to come. Um, and then that was just normal for our parents to do back in the day. And just because we're all like, oh, we turned out okay. But like as a collective, we have to look at the bigger picture here. And society, as a society, we would have maybe... You have to consider that maybe we wouldn't have any wars or like stupid men wouldn't be in, in power in government if we all treated children with a bit more respect and were a bit nicer to them rather than fucking screaming at them all the time. You know, I think as a whole, all people in the world maybe would get along a bit better. And we have to... Keep on for president. <laughs> Keep on for president. Um, but as well, like when you have a child, and this is a huge thing I want to say in this podcast and I'll end it here because we are going over the hour. Um, a lot of people have commented or texted me to say... I didn't want children and then you made it look so nice and now I want to have kids. This is something I don't... The influencer is not influencing. No, that's fucked. It's weird. Number one, don't have kids... Don't get pregnant just because you want a baby. These children grow up to be humans. It is a huge responsibility and you have to look at it as a role. Like, you want to have to... You have to want to be a parent, not to have a baby, to have a child, for someone to love you unconditionally. I know a lot of people do have children for selfish reasons. And I probably did at the beginning as well. When I first got pregnant, I was like, I can't wait to have a cute little baby. But now I've taken on this extra responsibility that I'm going to be raising a child and she's going to be the best oh, <laughs> she is going to be one of the best people in the world and i'm going to make mistakes because that's obviously just the reality of it but you shouldn't be having children you shouldn't be having kids unless you want to take over this huge responsibility and role to be it's life-changing, it's life-changing. this life-changing. role to be like making humans that are going to that you want to change the world in the future like you have to look at all the people from the past and look at your present and the people around you and how you wanted to be treated in your childhood it's also not a trend to have a baby do you know what i mean like do you know what i mean people texting you being like oh i wanted a kid because you had one like what do you mean like please and i want and that really upsets you as well yeah no it's really upsetting anytime anyone says that to me so um 
Yeah, like, obviously, I don't, I'm not one of these people who's like, they shouldn't be having children because who am I to say? But don't let me hashtag influence you to have children because it is, I obviously don't show all of it um, and all the work that I put in, but like, I'm making sure that I'm going to do the best possible job I can. And I, and as another thing I'd like to add, I'm in a huge privileged position where I can work from home and spend as much time with my baby as I, as I can. So yeah. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> Came on for president. <laughs> you. Woo! Okay, guys. See you in Cork. Yeah. Bye.